Alright, 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 man, welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Got my boy Duke here with me. Yup, man, what's yes, going sir. on? What's yes, going sir, on? Man. Ah, man, can't complain, man, you know, ain't, ain't no need to, you know, well, I ain't gonna say ain't no need to, you can complain, ain't no wrong complaining, because sometimes <laughs> you just need folks to, you need folks to listen to you, so, ain't no wrong with that, but, you know. It is what it is, bro. You know, man. You know, took a took a little week, week and a half break, really, from everything, man. Dealing with you know, death in the family, but all is well. Yeah. Condolences, man. My condolences to you for sure, man. I my appreciate it. To you. I really appreciate that, my brother. No problem, no problem at all, man. Well, on, on a lighter note, man, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, man. My Braves just just. Just clinch just won the NLCS. Hey, hey, so hey, we're going hey, to the, going to the National League Championship Series back to back year. So we, you know, we 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 got there last year. We were there. We won one went away last year from going to the World Series. So we got to we got to get this. We got to get there this year. We got to get over that hump, man. We got to get there. So waiting yes, to see what happens with the Dodgers and the with the Dodgers and the Giants right now. Yes, so I'm feeling good, man. Bravo yeah. is back at it. Yes, Hersky. Hey, you feeling good? I'm feeling good too. Beantown, Boston, Red Sox. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. Took took out took out the Rays, bro. The, the folks won 100 games too. Took them folks out, and now yep. we got to deal with uh. Now we, we in the ALCS and uh, got to deal with Houston. You know. Yeah. That. Yeah. That's they, they, they a, just that's they, a, they they won today ten to one. Yeah, that's a that's the juggernaut <laughs> in itself, bro. That's the juggernaut. Yeah, that's the juggernaut. Yeah. And, and and folks, folks is gonna probably forever feel some type of way about Houston every time they in something because of yeah they scandal. But I mean, we ain't we weren't clean either. So <laughs> yeah, I feel it. That's that's feel that's gonna be interesting, man. I, I don't I don't know. I I. I how I'm looking at it, I think whoever come out between between y'all and uh y'all and the Giants, bro, is who gonna win the World Series. Honestly, yeah, that's my opinion. I think it's coming out from the National League again this year. Shoot, if it does, it, I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping <laughs> it's the Braves. So we'll see. We'll see. We still got some work to do. So man. We still got some work to do. Yes, Sersky. Man, October, bro. It's October, man. October almost done too, bro. It's crazy. Two weeks, two weeks, second weekend, two weeks, second weekend, bro. That's what uh, I was talking to one of the coaches I work with. He was like, "Man, we this week, well, this will be game six for us." He was like, "Man, we four more games." I was like, "Yeah, that's wild." You're right. You're right. And you started first game was September third. Our first game was September third. It's like that quick. You in the middle of the season. It goes by when you're doing the same thing. It goes by so fast. You look up. You're six, seven weeks in. Mm-hmm. So it's rolling, man. The season is rolling. It's not stopping for anybody. It's man. not stopping for anybody at all. Facts, bro. The, the, and in the same way that it's going for y'all, bro, it's going the same way right now in the NFL, bro. We 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 five weeks in already, bro. Heading mm-hmm. into week six and um. Man, week five was a strange week, bro. I mean, for a lot of stuff, but uh, the main thing and, and the hottest thing that's going on right now in the NFL is, of course, the the firing of John Gruden, um, mm-hmm. former 
former Tampa Bay Buccaneers coach, Oakland Raiders coach, now Las Vegas Raiders coach, um, fired, um, or as they say, uh, step down, parted ways, whatever the terminology you want to use. I'm, I'm going to say fired. <laughs> I'm going to say fired because he got fired, relieved of the duties, whatever, fired. Uh, <laughs> but uh, man, stemming back from some emails that he sent back to a former um, CEO um, or president of um, the Washington football team, then the Redskins, uh, Bruce Allen, a lot of different um, misogynic, racist, just downright messed up emails that were sent between those two counterparts. And um, the Wall Street Journal made a report on it, came out, and um, the biggest thing was the the racial trope that he made to uh, current NFLPA uh, president, um, Damari Smith, um, which was, uh, you know, that was big in itself. And then that was on, what, Friday? That was last Friday. And then as time goes along, come on Monday, there's more emails coming out about the 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 many different things that he said. I mean, I won't, I don't even have to go all into it. Everybody at this point knows now, but led to the point where uh, Mark Davis had to fire John Gruden. Ironically, on Monday night, when the time when he was working for ESPN and Monday Night Football, um, just I mean, wow, bro. Um, so initial thoughts of when one i guess you know when the email dropped or when uh the news the report dropped about the emails um initial reaction to that and of course like the firing uh of gruden i mean there's no need of me asking if it's just the right thing to do because ultimately <laughs> that's it, it, they had no choice but um just What's your thoughts about everything that's been going on with that? And then I guess what the Raiders are going to do moving forward. Uh, my initial thoughts is it's, it's tough because we as society now, you know, when things are said and things are done um, in people's past and they come to light, we like to just jump all over people, drag them, you know, oh, you, you know, you're such a bad person, this, that, and the third, and everything. And a lot of times, I mean, we've done that with, we've done that with college athletes, we've done that with pro athletes. And a lot of times, it was maybe, maybe, might have been, maybe it was just one instance that was caught where they said something they shouldn't have said or tweeted something wrong or sent a message and, um, Based on getting this, everybody makes mistakes. Um, everybody makes mistakes, and some people get called out for it right when it happens, and sometimes it happens ten years down the road. Um, so initially, that's how I was thinking. I was like, obviously, one, I did not, don't like the, you know, the comment that he made about Demore Smith. Obviously, um, but it was 2011, ten years ago. All right, let's we let's. Let's see if we can figure this thing out. Um, and then as the emails continue to just pile and pile and pile, because I believe one one action does not denote somebody's character. 
if that makes sense. One one action does not say, okay, this is who you are. But this is something that has happened. I believe I saw something that said from 2011 to 2018, it was email. Or 2010 to 2018, it was email after email after email of some of the same stuff. Not just talking about African-Americans, but talking about um, just, you know, transform, uh, transphobic, um, misogynistic messages, like all type of stuff. And uh, that, especially in this day and age, that ain't going to fly. That ain't gonna fly. You can't. You can't be. You can't be a leader of men in a locker room who are supposed to trust you and believe that you have their best interests at heart. When you got black players on your team, and you you have you have I mean Carl Nessa on your team, who came, who just came out and. To everybody, and you know, let the world know that he was gay. So you're making those type of comments, and you expect these guys to go out and play for you. And I think with everything that happened, kind of led to. I ain't gonna say that's the reason why they lost on Sunday to the Bears because they should not have lost to the Bears. They're a better team than than Chicago is. But I think that with all of that looming, all that stuff looming, the story already coming out. I think that definitely played a factor in there was a proverbial monkey on their back. There was a, <laughs> the tension in the air was definitely, was definitely in Las Vegas. You could see it, you could feel it. And ultimately he got fired. I think that ended up being the right move for the Raiders. You just, you can't have, you can't have somebody, you can't have somebody in that locker room that thinks like that. Um, and I don't want I don't want to ramble too long, but as a as a former athlete, as a former collegiate athlete, as a collegiate coach, right now, the one thing you're supposed to be able to do is trust your coaches. You're supposed to be able to trust the guys that are put in the position to lead you. Not only on the football field, it's at least to be better football players. A lot of times, better, just better men in general. And college is different because you get to pick where you go. In college, you get to say, I like this school. I like this coaching staff. I like this, that, and that. I'm going here. In the, in the NFL, you get drafted. So it's a little different in that aspect. But regardless, you get drafted. Someone trusted you enough and believing you enough to draft you. So I would believe that you would give that same, that organization, the coaching staff, the same amount of trust that they had in you to draft you. So if I'm a, an athlete that gets drafted by the Raiders, by John Gruden in Las Vegas, and this happens and you hear all this, I don't, I can't trust you because if that's what you think about Demore Smith, then what do you think about me? If I'm Carl Nassau, what do you think about me? If that's how, if you're making those type of comments, what you think? You see what I'm saying? So that it just with all all that all those questions, it was just too many questions for him to to stay as the head guy. It was too many questions for him to stay as the as the head coach of the Raiders. Um, and I think that was the I think it was the end up being the right move 
for Mike da- uh, Mark Davis, excuse me, and um in Las Vegas. So they, I mean, we I know we'll talk about it a little bit longer, but um, that was just my initial reaction. Um, initial reaction to it, I was definitely was surprised. I didn't think John Gruden was that type of guy, but you don't ever think any of these guys are that type of guy until something like this comes out. So I think it's, this is another, another, another testament to you can't judge a book by its cover, I guess. This is just what it boils down to. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling on that too, bro. It's like my initial reaction was when the news dropped, I was like, dang, like, for real, that's how you feel? Like, that's what you're going to say about a, a man who, let's be real, bro, Damari Smith is a a very distinguished, educated black man, bro. Like, he ain't no, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not a, he's not a slouch, bro. Like, dude, dude is, like, legit out here, bro. Like, and the fact, you know, to, that he can say that, he being grooted can say that about Damar Smith, like, I'm with you, dude. It's like, man, how would you feel about me or anybody else that's, you know, black, bro? And, uh, my other my other initial reaction was like also was like man yeah ten years ago I'm like okay like you know I was right there on the initial reaction like it's ten years ago whatever but we all know this ain't the first time that you know um, this has happened to someone that they bring up old stuff and you know I just think in this day and time the way things are how. The way players were back then, 10 years ago, these not that same players now. Like, No, it is not. This is not the same society at all. It's not. It's not. Like, for example, let's, we may not know, and we may not ever know, because who knows now, Will, cause and they probably won't come out by the ways, but ain't no telling how many guys 10 years ago that were in the NFL who were gay. Yeah, might not have said you know what I'm saying. Might not have said anything, but now these these guys are in the that's coming that's playing now. They're more you know they're not seeing back then they wasn't active in their community, but more guys are active in their community. They're more on this social justice. This, you know with the pandemic and everything that has happened in along the way has opened up a lot of these players in this time. Now it's opened their eyes up, so you know. They can see this. And I think my problem with everything is that um, it's crazy how as John Gruden is supposed to be, you know, like you said, a leader, the coach, you know, the guy that's supposed to be, you know, as far as the coaching staff, that face of the franchise. And the thing is, is like, you know, our generation, bro, when we think about the Raiders, Gruden is like, that's like one of the, you know what I'm saying? It's like one of the yeah. faces that you think of, bro, like for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's kind of crazy that it's like, you know, for example, with Carl Nassib, him coming out, and it's like, man, you, you know, visibly, you know, in the open and public, they're supporting, but really behind closed doors, this is really how you feel about this man. Like, you really feel that's essentially that's what you're saying, like in the emails, 
And then it's kind of like he he like mentioned it, but there really wasn't no real like apology behind everything. So then it was just kind of like, eh, I don't know. And then the stuff comes out more, even more emails on like basically just him being like transphobic, homophobic, misogynist. Like I said, you name it. It was all there. And it was just like, wow, like this is really happening. But my yeah. thing now, my thing now, my perspective and how I'm looking at it now is, okay, what about Bruce Allen and, and Washington? What did he say in response? Yeah. What what are those emails looking like? What are his emails like? Washington already had their own problems with sexual misconduct and all kind of stuff that they had beforehand. And on top of that, let's just be real. This is probably not Gruden ain't the only person or the only owner coach who probably talks like that and exchange emails like that beforehand. No. So I mean, I'm hoping I don't. I'm hoping that this is not opening like a Pandora's box. But I mean, it's, it's it's mind blowing. It's crazy. I mean, I was shocked because I'm I'm with you, man. Like, I John Gruden seemed like a you know outside looking in, bro. A, a very a, a good person. It seemed like, and like I said, it's not. Not really like trying to judge him off of that one thing, but it's the fact that it was multiple times. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, it's and let me before let me preface the comments before by saying we these emails were ten years ago, and you've you know we've said on here, yeah, this is not the same society that was ten years ago. Impressed by comments by saying that. This was not right ten years ago either. Just because it was ten years ago doesn't make it right. It whatever he said and everything that he sent, regardless if it was ten years ago, twenty years ago, thirty years ago, it ain't right. It ain't right. So let me say that. Um, but he he's he it's it just it just goes to show, man. It's just everybody is not what you think. Um, everybody it's just not what you think all the time. Some of these, some of these guys that you believe that you can trust, you believe that um, you're supposed to be able to trust franchises, trust. Um, just I don't know these guys that we put in power, man. We give them all this money and we give them all this leeway, and then they do stuff like this. So maybe we just need to turn and look and say, okay, we really need to check. The guys who we are giving these big contracts to, paying all this money to, who are these guys that we are giving all this stuff to? Are they are are they worthy of having of 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 being paid that much money of being the leader of men? Because the locker room is supposed to be a place where everybody can come together and be as one, as a team, as a brotherhood. People from all over, different walks of life, different different ethnicities are supposed to be able to come together for one common goal and that's to win. That's what the locker room is supposed to be. And when the leader when the leader is showing signs of being against certain groups of people 
who happens to be in that locker room, he can he can no longer be the leader. And like you said, now what do the responses of these emails look like? Because he wants to he didn't just talk about Demore Smith. He talked about Roger Goodell. He talked about um, Joe Biden, President Joe Biden when he was the vice president during the Barack administration. He talked about a lot of people. He talked about a lot of people. So I think it's going to end up opening up a Pandora's box. And I'm not going to lie to you because I think what's going to happen is those responses from some of these people that he was talking and corresponding back and forth with, I think that's going to end up coming out. I think it's going to end up coming out. So it it could get worse. It could get worse from here. I would I would not be surprised at all. NFL PA already got a petition going to want to release those emails from Washington. See, you see that? Yeah, already. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, it's not it's it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty. But he did them to himself, man. He did it to himself. He. he you just got to be smarter, man. Yeah, you got to be smarter. You got to know. You got to know that stuff like that, man, when you put stuff out on the internet, there's, there's a lot of stuff. We put stuff out there on the internet. It goes back to just don't hit send. Just don't do it. Just don't hit send. And that's, that's emails. If you, if you feel like, if, if you feel like if this was to get out, you could end up being in, in, some trouble. I ain't gonna say what I was gonna say, but you end up being in some trouble. Just don't. Just don't even send it. Just don't even send it. So the Raiders got to figure it out. I think they'll be all right. The Raiders organization, they'll figure it out. They'll get the right coach in there. But we got to start checking these dudes that we that we give all this money and power to. Man, we got to start checking these dudes. We got to because it's it's too many now. It's too many. Started. Yeah. It's time to break up the the good old the uh, good old boys club. Time to break all that up, man. For sure. Like I said, week week five was man crazy off the field. It was man, it was crazy on the field too. Um, as we kind of somewhat through uh, all the some of the games, man. Um. What were what were a couple of games for you that caught your attention? But but before, actually, before you do that, let's talk about these these kickers real quick, bro. <laughs> man, what Weekly, about them, man? I, look, I'm in a group chat. I'm in plenty of group chats where I because I'm in like three or four different. I'm in like four different fantasy football leagues. So mm-hmm. like the group chats are like this time of year. The group chats are going crazy. Our homeboy, bro, Dylan. Shout out, shout out to my line, brother Dylan. Yeah. So Dylan is in the group chat, in one of the group chats I'm in. And this was like maybe three weeks ago, probably. He put in there, I'ma quote him. So this ain't me saying this is I'ma quote him, but he was like uh, Oh no. Pickers are so ass. <laughs> oh my gosh. That sounds just you know how many times uh we are saying that that was my roommate. It caused you know how many times we sat in the apartment. I've heard him say that, <laughs> and I've heard him say that. I I don't I don't know, man. The one of the games that really really, and and I don't I don't think 
when we did this last week, I don't remember this being one of the games that I mentioned. But one of the games that caught my eye was the the Packers. Happened to be the Packers and the and the Bengals. I I was I believe when I started watching, it was it was early, maybe second quarter. And they were kind of going back and forth. The Packers were up, if I'm not mistaken. And then Joe Burrow throws that deep pass to Jamar Chase, and I was locked in from there on. Um, I was locked in from there on. Where in normal in normal situations, I'm not a Packers fan. If you've been listening to the podcast, I'm a Falcons fan through and through. But if the Packers are playing, normally I'm I'm a root for the Packers because I think that Aaron Rodgers is a bad man, as Stephen A. would say. And then I think Devontae Adams has shown obviously last year and now, I mean, I think even now, this year, that he's the best receiver in, in football. But then you turn around, you got Aaron Rodgers, and you have, I'm not sorry, not Aaron Rodgers, you have Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase going crazy. So I wanted to see the matchup and see what happens. And we, they drive down, and I think it was like four missed field goals in a row at yep. one point in that game alone. Mason Crosby had already missed the extra point and a field goal earlier. And then I, once you get into it, you had missed four field goals in a row, and including regulation and overtime, four field goals in a row. It was insane. I had never seen anything like it. And, you know, on the on the uh, broadcast, they kind of attributed it to the win and everything. Um, but then you go to these other games, and these other, these other kickers are missing field goals. You go to the game last night, and Rodrigo Blankenship, he missed the game with a field goal. I think he missed – he missed the game with a field goal late, but then earlier in the game, it wasn't Blankenship, it was somebody else. He missed the extra point, if I'm not mistaken, or something like that. So I don't know what was going on. I don't know what was going on. I've never seen it like this. I'm glad Young Way Cool didn't miss nothing. That's cool. Right. Like, he didn't miss nothing, so I'm fine. But I don't know what was going on, man. That was a, uh, I don't know. These, these, these kickers had a rough weekend. Had a rough weekend for sure. Oh but man. That uh to answer your your the question though, that that Packers Bengals game was very, very entertaining. That was a really good game. Uh I think the and let me check before. I I kinda I tuned into the Steelers Broncos for a little bit, but that really didn't do anything for me. I missed the game that I, I'm, I'm upset that I, I missed was the Browns and the Chargers. Um, and I blame myself for that because I, I caught myself watching um, the Giants and the Cowboys. And when I turned to the Browns Chargers game, the, Char- the Browns were kind of in control. So I just left it at that um, and didn't even pay attention and look up and see that it turned out to be a game of the year candidate. And then Last night, lo and behold, the Ravens were blowing the game, so I decided to go to sleep early, and then they come back from a 22-point deficit and win the game. So I missed all of that. I missed Lamar Jackson going crazy last night. So it was us. 
I was. It was just. I. I don't know. I blew. I blew the bag this weekend. <laughs> We're watching so many of these games. I can't even lie to you. I blew the bag watching some of these games. But that. The, those three games. Those three games end up being very very entertaining. But that the Packers Bengals game. That's the game that I watched through and through. Um, that I can say that was was very entertaining. Man, for me. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna come out hot with it because these boys made a statement Sunday night. Buffalo, ah, and I ain't even mentioned that one. Yeah, the way the way that I'm I'm gonna tell you this, bro. I if if at first, I mean, I'm kind of still thinking like. You know, maybe, maybe somehow the, the the Chiefs will get their groove here somewhere, but I'm not sure because that defense is so terrible right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's only so much that Pat Mahomes can do, and I think they kind of been riding it a little too too much now. And injuries are starting to come along. Class with Hilaire is on IR right now with his injury, um, but the Bills. They look like they could possibly be the the team to come out of the AFC right now. I know it's still kind of early. Chargers look good. I mean, Browns are pretty good. Um, you, I know you still got the Ravens there, and you can't really count out the Chiefs just yet. But I don't know. I think the the Bills made a statement for sure Sunday night doing what they did. Um, Justin Herbert or Jay Herbo. As they they didn't gave him this nickname now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you already mentioned it with the Chargers and the Browns. That that was a good one. Um, and um, man, what 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 surprised me? A uh, one that surprised me was um, even though I know like they're not really two good teams like right now, but. <laughs> the Patriots and the Texans, that was a crazy game too, bro. That was a crazy one. It was just I think that one was just as wild as Packers Bengals was for sure. Um definitely was was a was a crazy week. Um man. Yeah. The Lions are the Lions are still winless. Yeah. And I kind of feel I kind of feel bad for them because that's like two that's what two out of three weeks or two weeks in a row or whatever where they didn't lost off of a last second field goal. Yeah, they've lost they've lost some they've lost some really, really tough games. I I'll give them that. They have lost some tough games. Um But I I'm, think with that that makes them the only they the only team that hasn't got a, a win yet, right? Uh no, Jaguars, Jaguars, Jaguars. I might say I think yeah, I might say I think there's one more team. Um and shoot, they got their own stuff. They don't want to get into that with him. But anyways, um, hey, Urban Meyer is kind of glad that John Gruden is out right now. <laughs> yeah, he he should he should be sending him a text. He should be sending him a text. But I kind of want to get back to the to the Chiefs real quick. Um, yeah, I've said this before. I believe I said it last season um, on the podcast. And was I don't wanna say I'll say people thought I was I was talking kinda talking crazy. Um but it's kinda holding true to form this year so far. I think teams 
have picked up on Kansas City in a sense. I think they have picked up on Kansas City. If the Super Bowl didn't show you anything, the loss against the Ravens should have. And obviously this loss last night or this past weekend against the Bills. If you can keep Patrick Mahomes and Ty really, if you can keep Patrick Mahomes from making these just backyard football, deep passes with Tyreek Hill is just running free 40, 50 yards down the field. The Chiefs can be beat. And I think what's what's going on now is before when this when Pat Mahomes first hit the scene and everything, everybody was just trying, okay, we just gotta, it's a track meet. We just gotta try to outscore him. We just got to try to outscore him. And nobody could. Nobody could outscore him. But the Ravens have showed it. The Browns really, to be honest with you, the Browns last year in the playoffs really showed the formula to beating the Chiefs. If you have a strong running attack, you can beat the Chiefs. Because if I feel like a broken record. The Chiefs' defense is not good. It's just not. And it has not been good for at least the past three years. Now, the Chiefs defense has been very opportunistic. Where When it was time to make a play, they have made the play that they needed to make. Whether it be a stop or a turnover, whether it be a fumble or interception. When it's time for those plays to be made, they've made them. But that defense is not good at all. Especially against the run. So when you face teams like the Bills who have are trying to get that running game going. We face teams like uh, the Browns, who have a two-headed monster at running back. We face teams like Baltimore, who has a two-headed monster with Lamar Jackson, and then their their heap of running backs. They got like four running backs, and they and three of them got hurt. <laughs> and it's like all they did was just okay. Well, here we go. We got three more that we got that can play, that can still play. The Chiefs aren't. They don't look as as unbeatable as they have in the past. They have major, major flaws to where, like you said, if they don't fix them, the Bills are the team to beat in the AFC. It ain't the Chiefs. It's the Bills. And then after that, I might have to, I mean, the LA Chargers look good. Baltimore did their thing. They look good. Cleveland will be there. Like, this is not just cut, cut and dry. Kansas City is going to the Super Bowl. So they got they got some stuff to figure out. They're the biggest question mark. If if we had to do a whole recap, it's what's going on. Because Patrick Mahomes is turning the ball over. We ain't really seen him turn the ball over like this before. Like he threw two interceptions on Sunday. I believe last week he threw an interception. Like he's he's throwing more picks than I've seen in, in Probably in his last, probably his whole career since he's been started. This is the most consistent. He's turned the ball over it in his career. So Andy Reid is a good coach. They'll figure it out. They'll get they'll get it going. But um, they better figure out their defense because if they don't, 
they might be going home early. Nah, they are gonna go home early, bro, because their defense is just terrible. It's not gonna, it's it's not doing what they need to do to to help out on help out the offense on the other side of the ball, bro. Like, there's no there's no way that they can win playing like that. There's just no, I, they keep playing like that. I don't even know if they make win the division. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean. I mean, I agree. Like, once again, the Chargers, like, the Chargers are here. i just say it right now. The Chargers are here. And I thought Oakland for a second, Oakland was going to f- figure it out and do their thing, too. But the Chargers, I, I think the Chargers are legit. I think the Chargers are legit. And I think that they have the firepower on offense to run with Kansas City. And run with Buffalo to run with Baltimore. They have the offensive firepower. But with those teams, with the Baltimores, with the Kansas Cities, with the Buffaloes, the Chargers, uh, the Browns, is whose defense is going to step up to get the stop? Who's going to be able? Who can get the stop when they need to get a stop? And right now, it is not the Chiefs at all. Yeah, they gotta figure something out, bro. Or it's gonna be trouble for sure. Um, but moving on, we got week six coming up. Uh, I think this is where the bye weeks start kicking in because I believe the Jets are on the bye. Falcons, Saints. Uh, the Falcons on the bye. Yes. Good Lord, thank you. Go, go cheer. I, I believe it's um, Jets, Falcons, Saints. It has to be somebody else probably on the bye. I think it's going to be it's always at least four teams on the bye. Uh, either way, but so I think the bye weeks are yeah, bye weeks are starting to kick in now this week. So that's that. But uh, man, what are what are some games that you're looking forward to this week, bro? For week six in the NFL. Week six in the NFL. It's Chargers Ravens. And Chargers Ravens. That's the one that I'm I'm really, really excited about. Um two teams um who right now are making the case that they, they should be if not the favorite, one of the favorites to come out of the AFC. Um the Ravens have been here. Um, they've been one of the top teams in the AFC for the past three years. Uh, where the Chargers have been up and coming. Justin Herbert last year coming in, doing his thing, once he got this uh, starting job. And then this year, obviously, um, putting up the numbers that he's had, putting up the games, the Chargers have been winning. So that's going to be a great game on Sunday. I like that matchup a lot. I like the, the Cardinals-Browns matchup. Uh, I think a lot of people... Even though Arizona is undefeated, I still don't think people are talking about Arizona really at all. They've beaten, they haven't beaten, they haven't played uh, Seattle yet, but they've beaten the Rams and they've beaten uh, the 49ers already in their division, along with I know some other teams that they, they played and stuff like that. But I think them coming over to Cleveland and playing them on the road, I think 
if they get that W, I think that really opens some people's eyes because even with Cleveland being three and two, I think people still believe that Cleveland is legit and has a shot to to make it push for the for um, a Super Bowl run. And then Bills Titans, Bills Titans on on Monday night with the acquisition of Julio Jones. A lot of people saw the Titans as one of the favorites to come out of the AFC to you know represent in the Super Bowl. I, I was not one of those people. I thought that even with the acquisition of Julio Jones, which was a great pickup, they still have problems on defense, still have holes on defense that they had to figure out, and it's, that's holding true. Um, so if you want to run with the big dogs, with Tennessee, you get Buffalo at home on a Monday night, prime time. Let's see what they do. See if they can answer the bell and get a get a, a W at home versus right now the favorite to come out of the AFC in Buffalo. So those are three games right there that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, uh, Bills and Titans for sure is the one I'm looking at definitely because um, I mean, it seemed like the last few times that they've they've met up, um, the Titans have had Buffalo's number, but I think this is a different Buffalo team right now. But at the same time, this could be a big win for the Titans because if they get this dub, that kind of puts them possibly right back in that conversation with the rest of those teams in the AFC with the with the uh, Baltimore's, with the LA Chargers, with the Cleveland Browns, with the with the Bills. That can give them a big dub there. Um, I'm looking at. Uh, Seahawks Steelers um, Big Ben kind of looked okay Finally last week um, And the Seahawks have no Russell Wilson So it's, it's, it's Geno Smith out here To start for these next couple games um, Interesting to see how they go Which he actually performed pretty well In relief um, Thursday This past last Thursday uh, Against the Rams uh, But you know came up short but he looked pretty good, you know, in, in, in relief. And um, another game I'm kind of looking at, it might not be the biggest game to look at, but that's been rolling too, bro. And it's, it's the Cowboys. So Cowboys going to be against the Patriots. I mean, they're trying to, Dallas is trying to get their fifth straight win. And then, I mean, right now, I'm looking, looking at their schedule, bro. It, it, <laughs> It could be a minute before they possibly lose another game here. It, the, the way that they roll and especially how they look on both sides of the ball. I mean, we know yeah. what they're doing offensively. We know what they're doing offensively, but, you know, last year on defense, they couldn't, you couldn't get no worse than how they were last year on defense. But now, this year, they actually look like <laughs> a defense. So, um, yeah. I want to see how that go. I want to see how that go for them. And, I mean, you know, the Patriots kind of struggled last week against um, Houston, which, you know, I kind of didn't think they really shouldn't. They should have, but, you know, you just you, – you, you never know with New England, bro. They no. – they, they're, 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 they're tricky, but um, interesting to see how those games going to go for sure. Yeah, we'll see. We shall see. Man, we've been doing pretty good with these here recently. I don't think I don't think we've missed on these yet. Um, 
who you got for this week, bro? Who who's the lock? Who's the guaranteed lock of the week, bro? Um, that you got yeah. for in, in, this week in the NFL? Who, if you was a gambling man, who you telling somebody to put <laughs> on their ticket? Who you yeah. telling them to put on their ticket this week? They had uh, a couple weeks ago. Arizona had me sweating a little bit playing, going out and playing Jacksonville. Um, but my lock of the week this week is going to be uh, the LA Rams. They're going to play um, the Giants. Going to play the Giants. I got them as my lock this week. I don't. I, I just. I don't see them. I don't see them losing to to the Giants. So I got the Rams as my lock. Mm. Well, you roll a wheel. Something like you got a little something different. Um. Yeah, I, I do. Um, I'm gonna go with. I only I. This this could be more of an upset, but I don't know. I think these teams are kind of even. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna I'm gonna lock. They let me down. They let me down when I had them for an upset. Uh, one time, but I think I I I, I I'm gonna roll with them. This week for the lock, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the Vikings over the Panthers. Um, okay, going going back to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give them one more shot. I'm gonna go to Vikings over the Panthers for my lock, just because um, uh, Carolina kind of disappointed me last, last week. They 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 had a uh, they had Philly kind of on the ropes, and then just all of a sudden, I really not sure what happened. It's just things kind of switched. Um, I still there's I think Christian McCaffrey is still out. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm yeah, not mistaken, I think he is. I, I believe he's still out. Uh, well, they got him listed as questionable, but not sure if he plays. And I mean, I don't know. They 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 kind of in trouble right now. They I mean started out three and zero and lost two in a row. Um. I don't know. The Carolinas not looking how they were looking uh, this month so far, like they were in September. And no, in 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 all honesty, that game that the Vikings lost to against against Cleveland, they really still could have had that game won. They just was, I don't know, man. They they just gave it away so much. Allen really felt like nobody wanted to win that game between Cleveland and Minnesota, but. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think they'll turn it around because um, don't know if I don't know if Dalvin Cook is playing either. Um, he's listed as questionable, so I'm not sure if he's playing either. So um, that's Alexander Madison right there, and, and hopefully um, Kirk Cousins looks to try to get Jordan Justin Jefferson. Oh, I almost said Jordan Jefferson, Justin Jefferson, and, and Adam Thielen involved and. Get that passing game going. So I'm I'm gonna go with the Vikings and over the over the Panthers is my lock. I'm gonna, I'm gonna clamp that one up. Okay. All right. Game picks. Okay, we kind of already talked about a few of these games for sure on our radar. Um, we got who we got up first. Let's go. Yeah, let's go with the the Chargers and the Ravens. Both teams sitting at four and one, trying to go on five and one. Um, both coming off of entertaining um, games this past week. It's in Baltimore. Uh, Ravens coming off a short week, but the game is still in Baltimore. Who you got? 
that's a tough game to pick. <laughs> yeah, uh, we would start. We would start with that one. That's a tough game to pick, man. Both teams are playing well. I, we didn't really talk about talk about it, but Lamar Jackson, for all of the criticism that he's gotten about not being able, I want to say not being able to throw the ball, but not being as accurate as a uh, as accurate as a passer, kind of being subpar as a throw of the football last night through for 400 yards. I believe he had only five incompletions, if I'm not mistaken, like a QBR of 140. So he's, he's, he's doing it with his legs and with his arms. I'm very, very um, proud of that. And I'm happy to see that this clicking for him throwing the football. I'm going to go with Baltimore. I'm going to go with Baltimore to win this one. I think it's going to be a, a close game. I just, I, I, I think I trust Baltimore's defense to make the plays when they need to make them. I think Baltimore's defense will make a, make plays where the Chargers' defense might not be able to. I think Baltimore's defense will be able to get off the field when they need to, where the Chargers' defense might not be able to get those stops on those key third downs because of Lamar Jackson's ability to run with the football and get outside the pocket. So I'm going to go with Baltimore. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think I think the charge is going to be in another shootout here. It's going to be very entertaining, too. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go with you, too. I'm going to go with the Ravens. I think um, I think it's going to be one of those uh, who has the ball last. And if it ends up being the Ravens, I, I, I like their chances. Um, I just think... Um, They'll make a couple more plays, like you said, more than uh, what the Chargers would do, even though the Chargers have a pretty good defense. Baltimore's defense is pretty good, too. Um, but I, I like I like the Raiders in a shootout in a close one, though. I'm, I'm not, I said Raiders. Ravens in a shootout uh, in a close one. I'm, I'm right there with you on that one. Um, next game on tap, we're going to stay in the AFC. Um, we're actually going to go in the AFC West. Um, speaking of the Raiders. Um, we got the Raiders against the Broncos. Uh, the reason why we got this game on here on the list is because both of these teams started out 3-0. Now they lost two in a row. Um, so they're kind of spiraling downward. Somebody needs to win here to kind of salvage their season. Because um, losing three in a row won't be good for one of these teams. Um, who do you think is going to come out on top between this one and this uh, AFC West matchup? I'm uh I'm gonna go with the Broncos. My my pops will not like that pick. He's a Raiders fan. But I'm gonna go with the Broncos because the Broncos have their coach. And uh with everything going on in Vegas right now, um I just I don't I don't I don't see them I don't see them winning it in Denver. I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Denver. And the close one. I'm going to go with Denver in the close one. I think the Raiders do it. Okay. I think they uh I think they um come together. They 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 get it together. They 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 write this ship. They get over a tough week because like you said earlier, bro, let's be real. They heads were in the game against Chicago this past Sunday. It was this everything that was going on was a distraction. Let's just then we're going to keep it a buck there. It was a distraction for sure. 
Uh, but I think now they can kind of they can kind of brush this off. They can keep going. They can just focus on playing ball. And um, I don't know. I think they'll find a way to to get it done. I, I'm with you though. It's gonna be a close one. But I like I like the Raiders. I like okay. the Raiders. Uh, last game on tap Monday Night Football: Buffalo Bills, Tennessee Titans. Like I said, I think the Titans have won the last two matchups that they've had against each other. But um, we'll see who you who you got in this one. Bills. <laughs> that simple. Bills. I think the Bills are better. I think the Bills. Um, yeah, they're a better team. I think uh, between the two coaches, I like I like Sean McDermott. Um, I like the quarterback. <laughs> Josh Allen is a baller, so I'm going with the Bills. I just, I don't trust I don't trust Tennessee, man. I don't trust Tennessee at all, and I think I don't know I don't know if AJ Brown, who would be there, would be available to play on Monday night or not. Because they're still dealing with their injuries, but I'm I'm rolling with Buffalo. I just I don't if I simple just put it in as simple as it as I can. I'm taking Josh Allen over Ryan Tannehill ten out of ten times. So yes, sir. I'm right there with you. I'm going with the Bills too. I think they uh they get this one right here. Go to five and one. Uh, just just too much. Firepower on offense and the way the Tennessee defense has been looking so far this year, I'm I'd be nervous for that. Uh, I I think um, AJ Brown might be playing him. I think him and Julio might be playing this week. Yeah, I hadn't heard anything, but them not being a hundred percent, I I don't know. And Buffalo, I like Buffalo's defense more than Tennessee's. Um, so. I'm going with the Bills too. So we in agreement on two out of the three. The only one we the different on is who uh Raiders and Broncos, which that, yeah. that should be a good one. So that's it's kind of a toss up. No telling what's gonna happen in that one. Yeah. Man. So now moving on here to the NCAA uh this week. Dog, I mean <laughs> week six was crazy too. Out that way, we saw we saw the number one team go down. Alabama lost at the last yeah. second to Texas A and M. So now we got a new number one. Man, Penn State and Iowa was in a in a man. That might have been honest. I think that was my opinion. I think that was the best game of last week. No disrespect to Texas A and M, but I, I, that Iowa Penn State game was game. man. That was game, man. man. And then, um, yeah. Yeah. Outside of Gus Johnson. Then, I love, like Gus Johnson for sure. But yeah. Put it on ABC or something, man. Just get Gus to come on over to ABC or something. <laughs> man. But uh man, we seven it's I mean it's not a it's not a lot of big matchups like it has been in a couple of weeks, but you know what 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 you looking at? What you see that's like kind of catching your attention that could be under the radar, maybe? Because some, I think a lot of these games are under the radars this this week. It's not like a lot of high profile matchups, but it's definitely some games under the radar. Yeah, um, 
One of them is uh, UCF versus Cincinnati. Um, mm-hmm. UCF is three and two, going to play undefeated number three team in the country, Cincinnati. I think this is one of the last tests that Cincinnati has on their schedule. Um, I was telling one of my coworkers earlier this week that this is playing out exactly how you would want it to be if you were Cincinnati or for any group of five school. You you have the year that they had last year where you go, you go undefeated, you win your conference, you go play Georgia tight. I'm talking about you go play Georgia tight. And then you come back the next year and you have Indiana, who as of the last two years has been very good. And then you have Notre Dame, Right after that. So you go to Indiana, then you turn around and go to Notre Dame, which ends up being a top 10 matchup. And you win both of those games, and then everybody else, you are blowing them out. Everybody else, you are blowing them out. That, this right here is the recipe that you needed. SMU is on the schedule a little bit later. They're right number 23 right now. They're also undefeated. But, um, if you're Cincinnati, this is exactly what you wanted. You wanted to line up like this because if Cincinnati can run the table and continue to blow blow everybody out, I think they will, will have a very, very, very viable argument to get into the playoff. So I think that game right there is is a good one to look at. Um I'm thinking Auburn versus Arkansas. Auburn versus Arkansas is an intriguing matchup as well. Um, I think Arkansas, just to see how how Arkansas responds after losing a tough game last week, a game that, I mean, you end up going for two. All you had to do is get the extra point to tie it up and go to overtime, but you play to win the game, and he didn't get the two-point conversion. How do they respond next? You know, this week? With Auburn coming into town, being back at home, they were at Georgia and then they turned around and they were at uh, at Ole Miss. So you get Auburn coming in at home. Auburn just lost a tough, uh, excuse me, just lost, lost a tough game to Georgia. So they'll come in looking to get back on track as well. And then the last one is Georgia and Kentucky. It's Georgia and Kentucky, number one versus number 11. Both teams are undefeated. This game right here is going to whoever wins this game will have the driver's seat to win the SEC East and get into the SEC championship game. So that's another game. Well, that's the other game that I'm looking at to see um, how that plays out. Um, I don't don't remember if we're doing game picks or not. Uh, Oh, yeah, we are. So I'll save that. I'll save that. I'll save that. But those are the games. Those are the games for me. UCF, Cincinnati, Auburn, Arkansas, and uh, Kentucky, Georgia. Those are the games that I'm looking at. I'm looking forward to watching this weekend. Mm, man, for me, uh, I'm, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at Florida, LSU. Okay. Uh, that that seat is getting pretty hot. 
pretty hot down there in Baton Rouge with Coach you O think right so, now. Man? Uh, oh man, it's it's it's. It, I mean, it, it bear. I think about it, bear. It almost feels like 2019 was a long time ago for them, bear. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm. I'm it's, I mean, it's just it's kind of it's the way that they've been losing, bro. Like they hadn't like they got the guys there, but they they should be better than three and three. Like they should just be. They should be better than three and three. I mean, I didn't think. I mean. I didn't see them as like a you know ten or eleven wins team, but I just feel like they should have been better than three and three right now. Um, that's that's one I'm looking at. Uh, Michigan State, Indiana. That I'm kind of you know the every you know everybody talks about the the SEC and you know how. Uh, how many teams that they be having uh, ranked and everything like that? And I mean the uh, the the Big Ten, man. Hey, Big start. Ten, man. We start. See, see, look, see. This is what you about to do. You see, I have a coworker that's a Ohio State fan, and all he does in the office is talk about the Big Ten. I'm not about to get. We, I'm Sanders. You're not about to get my blood pressure back back up to how it is from 8 to almost 6 o'clock in the afternoon. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I'll, I'll say this. The last the last two to three years, what has been the Big Ten been? It's just been Ohio State and everybody else. You're right. They actually got some parody right now going on. Now, how many of them are legit? That's another question for another day. Um, but I mean, you got you got the number two team in Iowa. Penn, what, Penn State didn't fall too far back, did they? What, what are yeah, they number like? seven? Seven. Yeah, Iowa's number. Ohio two. State, uh, Michigan, Michigan State. I mean, you know, those they they the ones right now. Um, but it's just kind of interesting to see because. You know, Michigan State always they they do this every once in a while. They kind of just fly under the radar. Before you know it, they seven and zero, eight and zero. Then they get ready and go play Michigan, and that that game gets crazy. Matter of fact, they got they got Michigan in two weeks after this, so they they get Indiana get a bye week, and then they get Michigan. So that if that stays the same, depending on who Michigan plays, which they who they have, they they got a bye week this week, so then they get. They get Northwestern the week after. So both teams hold well. It's gonna be a guaranteed top ten matchup. Um I mean it's just that's just gonna be interesting to see. So I just wanna see if Michigan State can keep this going, flying, you know, being low key under the radar. And um Yeah, them those those games I'm one more I give. I I'll say uh BYU and Baylor. BYU was upset last week as well, too. I wonder how they're going to rebound because I'm pretty sure they were kind of here and there. I know they're probably cheering for the UCLs, the 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 mm-hmm. SMUs to, to to get Cincinnati that that loss, and for them to maybe it be it would have been a stretch to try to creep in into the college football playoff. But no, I know that was, that was a stretch for them. So those games that I'm looking at. Uh, who you got on upset alert this week? Kind of hard because I, I I feel like it's kind of hard, but I because like I like I said the matchups. I mean, it's not like, uh, but 
college. I mean, we we yeah. saw how many we saw last week. So, yeah, if I'm just looking at the top twenty-five, if I'm looking at the top twenty-five, and I want to put somebody on upset alert, I would say, I would say that Oklahoma State is probably on upset alert. Uh, and I would say Boston, uh, NC State would be on upset alert. Even though both teams, Boston, NC State is playing Boston College. Both teams are four and one, and NC State is only a three point favorite. I would think I, I would say that NC State losing to Boston College would be an upset. So I'm putting NC State, and I'm putting. Oklahoma State on left side alert this week. And actually, actually, you know what? I'm going to throw BYU on that too. BYU is mm. going to Baylor this weekend. Mm. They're going to play in Waco. Um, that's not a tough, that, I'm sorry, that's not, that's not an easy place to play at all. Ask Iowa State. Yeah. How easy is it to go down there and play? <laughs> Just ask, go ask Iowa State. So I'm going to put BYU and I'm going to put NC State on upset alert. Pac-12 after dark, Arizona State. Be careful. Arizona State. Playing Utah, you know, 9 o'clock. So it's That's an even spread, too. Kind of late. Exactly. You know, you got to think who Utah has has lost to. I mean, they lost to BYU at the in the beginning of the season, and and uh, three overtimes losing to San Diego State. So that that overtime game probably don't happen. They might be sitting there four on one. So it, Utah is yeah. a tricky team. Utah is a tricky team for sure. So Arizona State, I would definitely pack twelve after dark. Be be careful. And I'm right there with you with BYU. And, you know, I think they might have got caught looking ahead to this one, and Boise State caught them. And and then I think they could possibly feel feel this as well. So I'm with you. I'm with you with BYU, and I'm going. And I'm, but I'm really more confident with Arizona State. Arizona State needs to be careful for sure with uh with Utah. All right, near the end, wrapping it up here. Uh, let's go into the game picks with um, with the NCAA this week. Um, we talked about you talked about this game actually earlier. Let's go. Um, I think what you you might have then you already then you called this one an upset. Uh, Oklahoma State versus Texas top twenty five matchup. Yeah, I put Oklahoma State on upset alert now, this week. Uh, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. I think that, um, and actually, Texas is favored right now by five and a half. I, I would assume that's because Texas is at home. Um, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. It's going to be tough, but that's part of the reason why I put Oklahoma State on upset alert is because coming off of an emotional loss last week to Texas, I think Texas will be looking to bounce back, and they're back at home. Um but I'm going to go Oklahoma State. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be your classic Big 12 shootout, no defense. Um, but I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with Oklahoma State, too. I think they pull it out. But I'm with you. I wouldn't be surprised if Texas ends up winning. 
but I'm going to go Oklahoma State too. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's go next. Let's go. We got Auburn and Arkansas. Um, so both teams coming off of tough losses, sitting at four and two games in Fayetteville, Auburn, Arkansas. Who you got in this one? <laughs> this is a this is a funny game, man. Uh, the guys I work with, man, are hilarious. They they have a uh, they have a little a little wager on this on this game, man. Um, there was some oh, things no. said about Arkansas about what record they would have and everything like that. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Arkansas. I'm gonna go with Arkansas this week. I think Arkansas bounces back. I think they get everything together, and I think they bounce back and beat Auburn this week in the close game. So I'm gonna roll with. I'm gonna roll with Sam Pittman. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm going Arkansas too. Um, for me, like after after they got the after they got the win um, against Texas, I knew that they these four these four games that they had with Texas A and M, uh, Georgia, Ole Miss, and Auburn. That was that. This was the hardest part of the schedule. This was the this was the meat, and I figured. I thought if they could come out and split it, if they can go two, if they can go two and two, they'll be okay. And uh, a a a bowl game would definitely be in sight. But e- even if they even if they didn't get it, as long as they got one of those, I think they'll be okay. Because I mean, after this one, they are Arkansas Pine Bluff, which is pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's probably homecoming at that point. Um. That next week, Mississippi State. That's not going to be easy, um, but that's at home. So they got three straight games at home. Uh, then they got LSU, Alabama, Missouri. The, the I one two. I say four out of these next five, even including this one. Five out of these next six. I mean, definitely winnable games here. I mean, they they. They some winnable games here, and all they need is two to get in. I definitely can. I I see two because I think they'll beat Missouri, and of course they should beat Arkansas Pine Bluff. But I, I, this was the meat of their schedule. I thought for them, and if they could get, I thought if they could split it, they'll be fine. I think they'll get it right here against Auburn, split it, go to five and two with with the with the with five more games left. Mm-hmm. And only needing at that point one more dub that they're they're definitely going to. To a ball game, man. Put some respect on KJ Jefferson's name, dog. Yeah, he, he, he balled hey, I know, out. I know they lost, but he balled out. He balled sure. out, man. Yeah, he balled out. He balled out for sure. He, he went toe to toe with Matt Corral, who's been, who's a lot of people would say probably is the the front runner could be for um, for Heisman. Man. Last game on tap here, um, big showdown in the SEC East. Um, two undefeated teams, Kentucky and Georgia. Who you got in this one? Man, the spread is at 23. Goodness gracious. Okay. Yeah, it's, mm. it's, that's that it's that Georgia defense, man. <laughs> it's that Georgia defense. They just like I want I want to say that's disrespectful, but then they they shut out Arkansas yeah. and we said the spirit was disrespectful there. I don't know. And they blew the blew the doors off Arkansas. <laughs> so I, I'm going with Georgia. Georgia at home. I think it's just going to be too much. I'm gonna roll with Georgia. 
Um, you said the spread was 23? 23. Yeah. I would say it'd be, I, I think it'll be closer than 23. Um, I think Kentucky's defense is, is, this might be, this will be one of the better defenses that, that Georgia has faced all year. Um, but I'm going with Georgia. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go with Georgia just off the strength, just just because it's in Athens, which is that's crazy. It seemed like every time one of these teams got a big test, they got to come down there to Athens and make it. Yeah, this is this is probably. Uh, yeah, this is this is this is Kentucky's only. This is only second home road game. They yeah, home majority of the time, so they didn't. They never been on the road and like that outside of the South Carolina game, which was a close one. So Kentucky being on the road here, going down to Athens, right in that, that afternoon peak time, that's gonna be tough. Um, I think I I won't guarantee it, but I I think they can they can they can top that twenty three point spread, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm leave that. I'm not gonna touch that game. I'm fading it if I was a gambler, but yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't even touch the spread. I was just taking yeah. Georgia because ain't no telling Georgia. Yeah. Ain't no telling with with what's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm gonna go with Georgia. They they they'll get it done at home and um, end up being a continue to stay number one for at least one more week. We'll we'll see how long that they they'll stay. Number one, but I, I like Georgia. Um, I like Georgia in that one. Man. So, about to wrap it up here. Another another good episode here at the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Man, any uh, last words, last shout-outs you got out here for the, for the people, dude? Just the normal shout-outs, man. Just thankful to be able to do another podcast. I'm here with you, my boy. Um, continue to stay safe. Continue to... Um, wear your mask and just take care um, of yourselves and your family health-wise and everything of that nature. Continue to strive for greatness. Continue to um, search for your purpose, your calling. And once you figure out what your calling is, spend the rest of your days here on this earth fulfilling that calling, uh, whatever that might be. And that's it, man. That's it. Man. Yeah, same for me, bro. Normal shout outs um to everyone, to the family, um, everybody back home. For sure, continue to be safe. Oh, man, I'm tripping. Big shout shout out. Happy early birthday to the little one. Oh, she turning one. She turning one on Saturday, dog. That's crazy. One already? <laughs> yes, bro. That's crazy. I, I was telling, That's I was crazy. telling a couple other people. I was telling a couple other people the other day. They was like, "Man, how the little one doing?" I was like, "Bro, she good, bro. She finna be one." I was like, "Man, stop lying to me, bro." I'm like, "I'm not finna lie about my kid age. She won. Yeah, she got to be one." <laughs> That's wild, man. That's wild. Yeah, bro. That is yeah. She was okay. Man, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Man, oh my gosh. For sure. Man. But yeah, man, for sure. Y'all continue to be safe out here. Um, you know, uh, 
with, with whatever y'all y'all got going on out here, man. I continue to be safe, man. Seasons is changing, um, so for sure, get ready and get you know get get ready for all that. Y'all stay safe out here, man. Um, and you know enjoy this enjoy this good weather, this good fall weather. Um, man, y'all kick y'all feet up and, and enjoy these games again this weekend. Um, should be some good ones, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, all over football, we got the we got the play we got the playoffs going on in baseball. Man, I think what the NBA season starts up in about a week, week and a half. I believe, yeah, next next weekend. Ah, uh, see, man, I mean, it's, if you if you are a sports fanatic, this is like the best time of the year. I always say this: around this time is the best time of the year. I I know I know March has March Madness. And that's when baseball kind of kicks up, but and football's done, and and around that time, and then you getting kind of inching closer and closer to the NBA playoffs. But this time of the year, I think, is the best time of the year oh, for yeah. sports because football's in full swing in both college and the NFL. Baseball is in the postseason, and NBA is starting up. Your fold, your. Your four major sports, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. I know uh, we don't talk about it as much, but there's some hockey people out there. Even hockey starting up, so it's just so many different sports that's all coming together, intertwining right now. As far as like being in the process, finishing up, beginning, it don't matter. This is the best time of the year for your sports fan, man. Like you, you, you like on edge because it's so much going on, but it's it's, mm-hmm. it's a great thing, man, for sure. Uh. Man, continue to uh, support the podcast wherever you're supporting it at, however you listen to get your podcast, whether it be on Apple, Spotify, Google, um, wherever you get your podcast uh, from that you like to listen to. Be sure to listen and subscribe to it, man. Follow us on the tw- uh, on the Twitter, uh, podcast underscore EMS, the Instagram at Easy Money Sports Podcast. Um, man, what else? Let me think. Man, we hadn't done questions in a while. I guess we should probably bring that back in soon. Yeah. Um, cause yeah, we got to back. Yeah, because folks actually, man, y'all loved it. Y'all, man, we had we had some some great questions for the folks that like the one of the accents. So we we'll probably bring that back soon, man. But loving loving the interaction that y'all that y'all giving us, man. We we appreciate the love and support for sure. Um. I ain't really got nothing else to say, man. Y'all, y'all just be safe out here. Peace, love, and tranquility, man. This has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.